0: I'm Bobby.
1: I'm Nathan. And this could be a podcast. You got it.
0: Okay, so I had an idea a a, a while ago that was basically for an app called the Life App. And you just get points for doing anything in the day. And then it's a global system. So, like, you go to Starbucks and you get five points. So, in, in different Different things, different tasks have yeah. like, different points and stuff attached to it.
1: But, what about defecating? What's the what's the yeah? Point? Well, what's the point value of that?
0: I don't know. I'd have to like look at the algorithm. Is it like develop it first and then look at it?
1: Like, would you have like a variance of it? Like, uh, uh, what do you mean? Like varying degrees? You know, of
0: like shit you take. Yeah. Um, I don't know what direction it would go. Yeah. If, if like you took a quick shit, you get more points. Uh-huh. That's just time saving. Right. Because the whole point of the app was to get people to, like, engage in the economy and and keep basically creating an arbitrary. um,
1: Would you have a deduction of points of, like, scrolling through Facebook while on the toilet? Sure. I I mean, just be honest.
0: Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe, yeah, like a Hunger Games style, like, competition where, I mean, maybe not a Hunger Games style competition, but a a, a worldwide global. People aren't killing
1: themselves, is that what you're saying?
0: Maybe you could get there. If we really want. If we're, if we're if, so lucky. If we're so lucky we can get there. But um, yeah, so it'd be, be a global competition. And yeah. maybe you would, yeah. You would have to, detract points, you'd have to have some way of losing things. So if you're wasting time or if there's things- uh,
1: At what point would it devolve into the Meow Meow Beans episode of
0: Community um,
1: <laughs> featuring Tim pr- Heidegger? Pretty, pretty quickly, yeah.
0: <laughs> pretty pretty quickly. But it, what, what doesn't devolve pretty quickly into that, <laughs> the style of <laughs> nonsense? yeah. But that's what it'd be. So like, I went to the store, and I bought this. And I'm like, oh, cool, that's 20 points. And just arbitrary points. All you are is just a third party, not even a middleman. Just
1: tracking everything that you ever do, ever?
0: Not even tracking. They, they have to input it. That goes back to like these fitness Nobody apps. Nobody will want to do that. Bullshit. There's a racket of fitness apps out there <laughs> where people are inputting. <sighs>
1: but that's different because there's a goal there.
0: Yeah, the goal <laughs> here is to be top spot. There's prizes. Where here? Here's what. Okay, we get. where's the prize? Yeah, you, you okay. get prizes to the top 100 every. Like a million dollar, a
1: million dollars to the top winner of the month.
0: Yeah, the the person at the top gets a million dollars, and then maybe then you split a million between two and a uh, hundred.
1: In the meantime, Maxwell in the House knows exactly how many people are buying Maxwell House. Yes, and on which days. Which is where
0: the beauty. <laughs> that's where the genius comes in. And I don't want to like toot my own horn, but. Yeah, you're giving an, a, a little incentive for all these companies to get a really accurate idea of what people are buying their products and using their products how frequently. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But well, I can't develop an app, so I didn't do
1: Oh, it. you don't? You can't? No. You've never done it? No. Weird, because I, I, I haven't either.
0: I still think there's room for it.
1: I don't think I've ever had a great app idea.
0: That was my only one. That's the only one? It's my only one.
1: Once again, I don't think I've ever had a great App idea. When, I'm just inferring that that's not a great idea.
0: Oh, oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. <laughs>
1: that's, that's what it Well,
0: yeah. wh- what makes a great app idea? A, I think, I mean, I think what, a great app idea is one that makes money, and that one could app? for sure make money. Sure. Uh, uh, I recently signed up for Clubhouse talking about apps. Oh, you
1: got signed up for Clubhouse? I or? got invited. Oh.
0: Yeah. So. Like,
1: that's the hot one. It's hot.
0: I got it. I'm in. It's super hot. I have two invites to give.
1: Oh no, fooling!
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I signed up because yeah. we were talking about. I was like, "Oh, I'll see what's going on." It's yeah. fucking weird, and then it's like, "It is weird." It's like, give your phone number, and then they send you a link, and then they're like, "We'll let you know when you're invited." Oh wow! So I'm like, okay. And again, if I'm looking at a good app model, this is this is good. You want to create a barrier, do like only certain people can get into this thing, right? Because well, that's what the internet's a wide open door sure and if you can create little doors and be like no you can't get in here there's a creates a desire to get in
1: I think it, it is interesting just you know how many people are like willing to just listen to people talk nonsense I mean I mean no offense to our listeners
0: but I mean we're bringing great uh, ideas to the table the Life right. app.
1: or at least ours is a little bit more curated as as far as at least it's just two dudes instead of like 50 people talking at once I don't know
0: I have not participated in clubhouse yet so I can't speak to like I and haven't. Like, I haven't either. The only closest are thing. Are you on it? Even? No, I'm not even. I'm not <laughs> so, even on it. I have two invites to give. So, uh, I mean, maybe you play your cards right.
1: <laughs> I play my cards right. Uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, I listened like I opened up uh, on Discord. I like mm-hmm. listened to some Wall Street bets, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like there's a hundred people in the room. I mean, a hundred people aren't talking at once, but. Every so often, it'd just be like some jackass, yeah, hey, baba 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 booey kind of shit, or mm-hmm. just like somebody just playing fucking music. It's just like, well, this is this is fucking dumb.
0: Is it? Is it kind of like a conference call, or is it? Uh, yeah. So people are waiting for other people to get finished with a point.
1: No, 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 no. People are trying to. They're stepping all over each other.
0: Yeah, that's that's not a good app.
1: <sighs> I, I don't and I, once again having We're no good p- platform. I've never. I even like uh, I've never even heard any of the discord. uh, I mean, the discord. I mean, uh, the uh, what's it called? Uh, Clubhouse. I mean, I've I've, like I listened to like literally 10 seconds of it the other night. Well, let's see if I can pull it up.
0: (laughs) I'm a a member. Uh, You're a member now. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about inviting you as soon as I got it. And I was like, no, no,
1: no, no, we're going to. No, I need a Lord. (laughs) I'm going to Lord this (laughs) over
0: Nathan for a little bit. God, can you start a room?
1: Get I don't know. Let's think here. Like, is there something interesting going on?
0: I, I, it's I. I, I don't think a lot of people
1: know what that means, and
0: that I'm happy to say what our goals it's are. It's a random room. Yeah, yeah. It's um. This is a gathering for the arts and culture. Most, most recently, um, I guess a couple of examples I can point to are um. Our Patrick Austin, um, Larry introduced us to Patrick. This is and, a conference call. Um,
1: and a yeah. A bunch of us just, you know, decided that we wanted to be supportive,
0: and um, just a lot of people in the community bought pieces
1: from them. Great pieces. Yeah. Uh, and, maybe. Uh, maybe I just need to find a room that I'd want to actually listen to in arts and I mean uh, talking we about- might
0: have actually been on that call I don't know if my mic was on or not <laughs> 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 I'm just thinking about that it's like it said leave quietly and I was like well, uh, well did we just it's just uh, what? Yeah. I'm on it you can't kick me off I think I don't, know. Uh, I
1: don't know I have no idea how this works it's interesting
0: I was yeah. going through though I will, I will say this about Clubhouse it was it does the same thing like Twitter does or anybody any of those social media platforms does it gives you people you can follow like when you initially oh. show up and it was it was hard to find anybody you could recognize. So I think that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good. I really I, do think it because then yeah. you're not, then it's not just a race to see who's the most popular.
1: It's it's interesting that you know I, I would say a lot of people would think that you know social media today. Oh, what 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 more ground is there to cover? Mm-hmm. Like it, what more can we open up and say about social media? What can be done in social media that we haven't seen before? I mean, if, even though it's a relatively uh, new. Uh, you know sector of yeah. media yeah i feel oh, just everything's just seems so Done. we've seen we've seen that a hundred times already you know um and now and then this there's then there's clubhouse and mm-hmm. uh it, i find that to be so interesting that like th- it, that it, there is something new there's some new ground to be to be had
0: yeah i do i think there's just the like going to go back to the wall you create. You know, if you create a, a barrier where not everyone can get onto it, it kind of harkens back to like what we've talked about before, like how Facebook started yeah, and everything, right? Where it, it was it, a certain amount of people can get in, and then that's about it. I like the idea of the invite, honestly, yeah. because I found with my, I know I've mentioned uh, I am a big fan of the No Agenda podcast. If you guys haven't listened to No Agenda, go listen to No Agenda. It's a great podcast. But they have their own social media feed, and it's No Agenda Social and. It's a smaller group of people. I mean, you're probably looking at a yeah. few thousand. Yeah. But the the response or the the discussion is so much more in depth. The you get just more interaction sure. than if throwing it into the abyss of Twitter or Facebook or anything like that.
1: Yeah, I don't like. I don't understand tw- like Twitter. Well, because it's I, so I mean, botted out. I mean, it's 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 very botted
0: out. That's where it becomes. Uh, you're throwing it away into an abyss, and if you don't have the I guess the clout to have something rise. Sure, I remember. I the the biggest momentum I ever got on Twitter was when I went to that music festival in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. That <laughs> right. was the surprise music festival, and I know I've told the story on the podcast before, but okay, it was a surprise right. m- yeah. for hey new yeah. listeners. Yeah. It was it was a surprise music festival. I went to the festival the Not previous year. Not knowing what the lineup was. Exactly, I, I went. I went the previous year, and the headliners were uh, Paul Simon uh feist and wilco i was like oh cool I, I trust you and then uh the next year it was a surprise lineup it was going to be like you had to buy the ticket and you get in there and then you find out the lineup yeah and so we spent like probably i think it was six or eight hundred bucks it was either 300 dollars or 400 dollars <sighs> a ticket but anyway some something around that and to get in to the festival and it was just severe disappointment it was a bunch of bands that literally would say like oh uh, yeah we just started playing together this past week you know just started jamming and everything like that and really happy to be here for you guys and the biggest the biggest headliners were the national who the lead singer is one of the two like co-creators of the festival so that's not <laughs> a huge surprise yeah and then pussy riot was the other band i was like yeah that's crazy yeah this is not three to four hundred dollars worth so i took to twitter
1: and you tweeted out
0: i i started just going on put a him on blast i put them on blast and again that was the most interaction that I've ever had on Twitter, but Twitter because it was just a bunch of people agreeing with me that it was like garbage and what yeah. the fuck did we just do? Say, <laughs> right. so, um, but that was the most response, most notifications, all that shit like that. But it was also a very concentrated. You were one of the you know couple thousand, how many I mean, thousands of people sure. were there yeah. that are trending on this thing? I mean, it wasn't trending like on the top page. It wasn't of Twitter. really trending. But it was trending within the hashtag Eau Claire. You know <laughs> how they spelled it and everything. So it was that. But that's it. You like you literally have to like ride a wave. You have to you have to ride a wave yeah. and then be part of a like. Last week you couldn't hashtag Wall Street bets and expect to like crack any kind of top tweet or anything like that mm-hmm. yeah. because there were so many people tweeting about it. Right. So it's a large pool of people tweeting about something with the same hashtag versus like this was a. <laughs> relatively small group of people, <laughs> right? Tweeting a hashtag, but that's how you could find it. And
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, social media is so weird. It, yeah. I mean, it's. I, did, were you ever into MySpace? Was that ever a thing for you? MySpace? Were you too I old think, for that? No, too I too young for there,
0: that? there was like a week where I was into MySpace. Yeah, and then I was like, this is stupid. Oh yeah, that's right. And you followed yeah. strippers. Yeah, I followed strippers. Uh, so yeah, that's too.
1: right. Yep. I never like <clears throat> never really got into MySpace. It was always Facebook. And Twitter, like, Twitter, like, I'll turn to Twitter, like, if something's happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I want some, like, on the ground.
0: Boots on the ground stuff. Boots
1: on the ground stuff. If I want some just, like,
0: constant, you know, takes. But as a resource for getting information, it's, that's, that's what it is. To, like, crack any ground of saying anything or getting no. noticed. Yeah. If that's the best term to use. Right. Or traction. It, it's interesting that. It's almost you impossible.
1: Can, you can reach some celebrities. I mean, mm-hmm. not John Singleton, because he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> but one time, what, what were we watching? We were trying to figure out the shooting schedule of Shaft 2000. That's correct. And American Psycho. Like, I was curious, because I swear they were back to back.
0: And what was you know, the connection to this movie? Christian Bale's and both. Christian Bale's and both. <laughs> Christian,
1: Bale and, like, Christian Bale plays like a preppy piece of shit that kills people in Shaft 2000. Right. And also in American psycho mm-hmm. and they're both released like within, I want to say four months of each other or six months.
0: He was in the same headspace as a method. Right. Actor.
1: And I'm, and, I'm just, and I was trying to figure out like, and trying to do my digital sleuthing mm-hmm. of like what the shooting schedule was of both of these movies and how much overlap or how much space, uh, <laughs> was, yeah, you know, So we decided st- to tweet like, So we tweeted John Singleton You know the guy who made uh, I think he made Boys in the Hood And some other like prolific uh, uh, Urban quote unquote movies um, And uh, like tweeted at him Hoping to get a response of his shooting schedule, turns out like he died like a month or two before. <laughs> before <laughs> so it was, it was a tweet and bad taste. <laughs> just just bad, just a real dick move to tweet at a dead guy asking him what a shooting schedule was for a movie that came out twenty years before. But but,
0: but we learned our lesson now. Before we tweet anybody, we look and see you if they're make alive. Make
1: sure make sure they're not dead.
0: Yeah, and that's our bad. That's that's on us. I think we did the right thing. We deleted the tweet.
1: I don't know if I did. I mean, maybe I know y- I deleted my tweets because d- I don't
0: remember we were going to bombard him. with it.
1: Oh, oh no. I, I think we tweeted also like at a like second unit director mm-hmm. yeah, uh, or at least somebody with the same name as the second unit director yep. hoping that they're the same person. Yeah. And never got a response. Never got that. a response. But so I mean, if you know but the shooting possible. schedule of I mean, Shaft two thousand, just let us know. I just want to. I'm just curious. <laughs> at <there's> TCBA a, <laughs>
0: underscore podcast.
1: Yeah, just uh, let us know. You can tweet at us, or you can just send us an email as well as at this could be a podcast at gmail dot com. That'd be great. Thank you. Okay, bye.
0: Yep. So that's yeah. not the end of the podcast. It's oh no, that's the, well. That's not how we had it. No.
1: Um But yes, yeah, so yeah.
0: that was uh, but to gain traction, I remember. So I, uh, what was it, two years ago? So I'm a. I, I like to, to play fantasy sports. I'm a, I'm a big fantasy guy. Yeah. But wizards. Now that uh, now that sports betting has been legalized in yeah. Iowa, it's it's taken a bit a of a lot backseat. fewer unicorns. A lot fewer unicorns. But I I did listen to the CBS fantasy baseball podcast, oh, and man. they they do a good job of uh, interacting with fans and stuff like that. So I one of the one of the contributors to the podcast is a big fan of the band Wilco, my favorite band, and <laughs> they're not a good band, by the way. They are a great band, and you're not gonna you're not gonna disparage Wilco anymore, okay? So they do. You like, get out of here. But they do contests. They do they they create two uh, fantasy baseball leagues a year. Okay. All right. So all four of the the hosts are in it. So there's 16 total spots between the two leagues in a 12 team okay. league. Okay. So there's 16 spots, and they they basically set parameters for you to. Um, like get into the league, so every so, so some years they'll be like, we want limerick. Some years they're like, you know, tell us a story. You know, okay, start. some of them. And then this year, the year that I am um, talking about was write write a song, write a song like a Weird Al parody kind of song, oh. you know, with baseball though. And um, so I was like, okay, what'd you do? So there was a baseball player. He at the time was playing for the Milwaukee Brewers. His name was Jesus Aguilar, and okay, so he was coming off a he was coming off a career year. But he was really, it was really kind of like a tale of two seasons. So his his first half was amazing. And then his second half was kind of so-so. But the overall numbers looked really great. Sure. Okay. Okay. So basically a lot of going into the fantasy baseball world is where are you going to draft this guy? Is he really elite? Is he not? Okay. Are you going to buy the first half breakout or are you going to, you know, take in the second half slump? So Wilco has a song, one of their bigger songs, it's called Jesus, Etc. And so- so i did a, a, i
1: believe that that's a thing sure yeah i i've never heard of it ever but i i trust you
0: right so i did i did a uh i did a parody called jesus aguilar and so the song starts off uh, jesus don't cry and i started off jesus aguilar and then followed through with the rest of the song yeah and then um so i submitted it and then they were going to like play all the songs as a big reveal oh. on the podcast oh. you know they're going to play things and so the little backstory of this—the host of the show has just horrible, horrible, horrible taste in music. And so, <laughs> okay, this one—the the one guy on the show that likes Wilco and his like Twitter name was a Wilco reference and everything like oh. that. I'm like, this is my in. I that's know it. that's it. I got. I know yeah. he'll appreciate it, but he doesn't make the you know decision. At He's not the, end at of the final cut, right? So I listen to the podcast and they go through and they play these songs. There was like a garbage rendition of Kid Rock's. Uh, and Cheryl Crow's picture. Oh, oh! Um, it was just horrible, and what they the, were
1: one of the worst karaoke songs ever. By the way, just, I'm just letting you know.
0: It's a horrible parody song. I mean, so they and they were talking about like, oh my god, that was so great, that was so great. So me and my brother, I throw
1: my picture away. Was is that what it was? No, I, mm-hmm. uh, it,
0: I believe it was a, a reference to the picture John Gray. <laughs> so they were.
1: I got the picture John Gray. Yeah, something Ugh. like that. Something Ugh. you're not far off
0: so my brother and i or my brother-in-law and i uh we listen to this podcast yeah um you know daily But it's a nice little tight uh, podcast oh. and so i i had shared him the parody or shared with him the parody yeah. and everything like that so we were listening to it and after it got done they were like fuck they didn't play it man that fucking sucks you know yeah so there were still spots available in the league mm-hmm. and so he's and he had the He's like you should you should tweet at Chris Towers is his name, and yeah. you should tweet. You should tweet at him. I'm like, you know what? Fuck yeah! I I put in <laughs> a good hour, Half day. <laughs> good hours worth of work to write that song. <laughs> you know, it was just a verse chorus, but I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'll tweet at him. And so yeah. I tweeted at him, and then like within 20 minutes, he Ooh. got he got back. He said, uh, "Don't worry, like you're you're in the league, and every, you're in you're in the second league, <laughs> oh. uh, and everything like that." And I was like, oh fucking awesome! Yeah, they just didn't play the song. But so we got into the league of like one of I mean, there was like tens of thousands of submissions sure, and sure because more more than just you can submit as many as you want. So mm-hmm. so I got into the league and it was it was crazy. But that was that was my interaction. That's the most famous person I've ever interacted with. And it's not famous at all.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that like just how accessible it is to celebrity. I mean, and not just celebrity. I mean, I'm saying like people, influencers, mm-hmm. you know, people who make moves. In just the general economy, I mean, you could tweet at anybody right now, and if they decide to go look at their ads, you know, you could have like oh, you know, an actual interaction with somebody. I mean, most people don't look at their ads, but
0: (laughs) yeah, I mean, (laughs) I mean, why would you? If you're in that level, yeah,
1: yeah, because there's a lot of shit. I mean,
0: people did. There's a sure early on, but it's. I don't know. It's one of those things where I, I think there's still room for an innovation for sure, and I think sure. it's an interesting. Yeah. Now, I've never been prone to being on social media at all. I, I mean, yeah. we put out a podcast. That's about as much as I think people want to hear what I think. <laughs> I think that gets it done,
1: right? I my thing is I've tried to, like, even just on Facebook, like, make jokes, like, or say something. It's on always Facebook. a hornet's nest, and it's just like, well, why would the fuck? What no? The, you know nobody it falls flat mm-hmm. so i'm not getting any kind of like bounce back from that not no not not to say that when i put certain pictures up of my mia or my children it, mm-hmm. you know i get well, all uh, kinds of dopamine bo- boosts from how many likes <laughs> and comments and shit there is um but a picture
0: speaks a thousand words though
1: yeah you know me just like me leaping out of the pool with my hair out and just like doing a whole mermaid flip it's uh people like it anyhow
0: do you think people like it?
1: Mm, the comments and the likes say otherwise. <laughs> so, any but it's, I the, the idea of like, people need to, once again, I think I've said this a hundred times. No, <laughs> I don't think anybody has any reason to like want to hear what I have to say about literally fucking anything. Mm-hmm. And why, that's why it's absurd that <laughs> I'm fucking doing this and I've had well uh, you know a uh, shows and uh, you know it, it's, it's dumb
0: well it's and that's dumb. that's a good approach because again to think that people need to hear what you have to say is the is it's off-putting and you don't yeah, want that
1: right I, I, mean, I mean i am a narcissist i, I mean yeah. i i understand that mm-hmm. but i know that there at no point in time does anybody like i wonder what fucking nathan's got to think about this well
0: not need to know what you think about it, but I bet you'd have an interesting take on it.
1: How many times do you like do you like come across something like? For, mm, I wonder what Nathan. You means and about I this.
0: hosting the show and doing as much as we do together. I I do run across things where I'm like,
1: well, I wonder. I nathan Nathan got a would, hot take on this. No, I just
0: I bet Nathan would appreciate this. Like oh, you, you do. Uh, sure, fill a void of like. Who would appreciate this?
1: Who oh, I mean, would, would appreciate? Oh, nothing would appreciate. And that's a good way to think about so, everything.
0: So we were at like one of the recent snow days that we had. Or I think my wife actually was, she was staying home sick. She recently got uh, came down with the shingles. All right, so shingles. she stayed home sick one day and was like, "Well, the classic thing you do when you stay home from school is watch, you watch the price, price Right." right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. We stayed in bed and watched The Price is Right, and then at the end, directed by Adam Sandler, I was like, "The fuck!" Like, yeah no does adam sandler like is he really like is he, ho- is he how directing many adam him? sandlers are there but it, and like so i had to look it up and i'm like well who would appreciate this well i bet nathan would appreciate this. <laughs> i would appreciate that yeah and so i sent it out yeah and but again it's not the real adam sandler it's not the adam sandler
1: and that's just like the other day where i you know i came across a a filming of prices right from 1981 and i mm-hmm. And I sent that to you because mm-hmm. it's, it's uh yeah
0: it's fucking gold. It really is. I mean, the <laughs> Price Is Right is great, but
1: Price Is Right is great, but like the weird time capsule of a forty-year-old episode of Price mm-hmm. Is Right is so fucking interesting. It, right. And the best part it was is that included commercials. Like for me, yeah. like
0: It does add a pop to it.
1: I I enjoy like I enjoy vintage commercials just because mm-hmm. it's like what world I mean. Let's look at this world through the, you know, the, you know, viewfinder of commercialism. The
0: lens of the, the what consumer. Is,
1: what is going on? What does, you know, people producers want people to buy at this point? And once again, understanding, you know, the demographic of uh the prices right. Of, of the prices is right. right. You know, usually people at home suppositories and so, so the, like suppositories and diet, you know, making sure that you buy the cereal Some things with, never a, change, by with the way. least amount of sugar and I mean, it's just it's just so weird. I mean, the thing about that- A lot of brand and flax. Well, I mean, the one what, like, there was a 30-second advertisement about nightgowns at Sears. Mm-hmm. And just, like, that is the craziest fucking thing I could ever think of, ever. I Like, nightgowns at Sears department store, that deserves a thirty fucking 30-fucking-second na- national spot. <laughs> That's insane. Well- That's insane.
0: you know know how much i love talking about commercials by the way
1: it's so like it's so fucking it's just like and i hate i hate commercials i cannot stand like i am a person who i I understand i i understand the point of commercials i'll I'll listen to broadcast radio just because i'm too cheap to you know buy enough music Mm -hmm. to actually listen to um but the glorious thing is, think like, you can always change the channel and find another song, hopefully that you like. And maybe that me and my like maybe like I don't know, do I a workaround? Do I enjoy do I it? enjoy more music because I hate commercials so much,
0: mm. <laughs> or well, radio commercials are a different beast than even TV commercials. I mean, TV commercials are bad enough, but yeah. radio commercials are talk about i mean those are the same the radio commercials that exist now are the same that existed back in 1985
1: you know i just i hate like just promo spots i just i hate them anyhow uh so viewing the world of 1981 through the lens of commercials is on the price prices right is a very very weird world uh, well and
0: i also think too like so we all, we've talked a little bit about rewatchability in shows, yeah, you right. Know, and so right. some shows are just, you know, you can watch them once and it's a fun ride. I mean, so Scrubs is recently uh, put onto Hulu, and Scrubs is a time and a place. Like if you did not watch Scrubs uh-huh. and liked it at that point in time, but I love John ne- C
1: McGinley so much.
0: Exactly, there are little elements of it that are great, and Donald Faison is great in it. You know, uh, sure. Zach Braff for what he is 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 fine in it.
1: He's a dude. Um,
0: he's the dude. But it's a total time and place in. I remember, first off, I think the pilot is great. I think the pilot for Scrubs is a a really well done Mm -hmm. pilot. It shows every character, it shows all the things you need to know about the show going forward. But I can't show it to anybody that didn't watch the show back then. Okay. And then get the, and and expect them to like it. I mean, I really think that's the, so there's the rewatchability on my end is even suspect. Like I could get through (laughs) maybe a couple of episodes, like, yeah, I'm good, I'm done. Like I don't need to rewatch it. Yeah. An old Price Is Right from nineteen eighty one. I am like, yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's go through this. I have no emotional attachment to this whatsoever. Right, but here I am. It's like
1: now, it's fucking good. Yeah.
0: So and then the quantity that they make because that's the other thing too that adds to it is that there is so many made that. Sure. Even if you've watched one before, yeah, you could kind of forget. And I think of like something like Chopped, where there is like thirty-seven seasons of Chopped. Now I don't know how the fuck oh, really? they categorize a season.
1: I think it's. I mean. Honestly, I mean, kind of like Battle Axe. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's, I mean, probably, I don't know. Yeah. We make a television show called Battle Axe for the local cable company. Yeah. Where it's lee, it's axe throwing.
0: Yeah, it's axe throwing. Uh,
1: uh And it's there's leagues. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, we covered one. Was it summer? No, no. It was fall. It was fall. Yeah, so, so we did they do, a fall they league. They do four
0: leagues. They do a, a spring, a, summer, fall, and winter.
1: And right now we're in the middle of the winter league. Yep. And it's, um you know, so I mean- at the end of the day, you know, this could be podcast. Uh, no, mm-hmm. at the end, I mean, we're gonna have. You could say that it was we'll have a winter four league. seasons by the end of this year, <laughs> calendar right, year. Right, right, yeah. and that's. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's how they're approaching something like I shop. Think, I think so. I don't know what I mean. I don't even know if they. I mean, they must cat, uh, categorize seasons for the prices, right? Or the game shows and stuff. I think
1: but. yeah. I think they do. They've got to. Can but. you buy them? Uh, is there a way to purchase? Let's look it up. Can you just go to apple. dot com and like? Can you subscribe to Prices Right? Can I just give CBS a dollar fifty like every day? Oh, you want to go to day? Apple? You want to go like iTunes? <laughs> yeah. Can I like go to iTunes?
0: Let's go to I, this. I, I
1: bet there's probably some kind of weird like best of like DVDs you
0: could buy. Yeah.
1: You know, or bloopers and. uh Let's
0: think here. Where's the store at?
1: I don't Fuck if I know. Here I I don't do. Once again, I don't purchase music, <laughs> so, so the idea of going to um a 5013c well, i mean they're not up. your local opera house right no <laughs> right now? that's
0: well that's a, a lot of like with i mean i know charity and nonprofit are two different things but yeah, right it's uh <laughs> like the the like, bill and melinda gates foundation is technically a non-profit so.
1: right uh is a, a charity no i don't know yeah I mean, if you can...
0: Charity Navigator, oh. rating for Planned Are Parenthood. Are you
1: familiar with Charity... I'm
0: surprised they don't have it bookmarked already. CharityNavigator.org, obviously. That's a... I mean, that's a good... It's a ninety ninety point ninety point zero five Out of 100. Accountability and transparency, they get a 96% rating out of 100.
1: Yeah, I think they know... You know exactly what you're giving when you to them. Ask compared to like. So you don't? I mean, you don't es- want to talk about abortion? No, it's a hot bucket. <laughs> oh, you're hot butt hot hot butt you want to say hot? hot bucket I mean, issue. we
0: we got there organically. Uh, no, I'm okay. Why not? Huh? Because this is all about getting to know somebody.
1: You want to get it? No, you don't. Yeah, know. why no. not? No, I'd rather talk about the prices, <laughs> right? Oh, <the> prices <laughs> right
0: or abortion? One of the two. <laughs> I'm going. The to, listeners are screaming <laughs> right now in the open air. Like, talk <laughs> about abortion! Just talk, talk about it!
1: Oh no, no, they're not.
0: So you can deduce what Nathan thinks about abortion from his lack <laughs> of money to talk about it.
1: Just wanting to take a stand. But I don't think it has to be a stand.
0: I don't think, like, you can have yeah. an opinion. I yeah. mean, that's the whole thing with America down, nowadays.
1: I don't think so. You like, can have I, think, an opinion, I don't think I'm allowed to have a certain opinion.
0: But here's the thing. Like, I I don't care about abortion at all. Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm pro-choice, all right, if you have to put a label on it. Okay. When I see the bumper sticker that says pray to end abortion, I'm like, I, I agree with that too. Sure. Yeah. If that's what you want to do to end abortion, sure. Right. Pray for it. Absolutely. Don't burn down buildings, but- or I,
1: I think that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing.
0: Or like throw eggs at people that are going into an abortion clinic. Yeah. Like that's a, that's not what I would or do. just, but I, but I don't- So I can, I can agree on both sides. I'm pro-choice, but also like don't mind- Don't
1: scream at people. Can we just yeah. say that? Just don't scream at people.
0: Yeah. Use your words just in a conversational yeah. tone. Right. Anyway, that's oh. we don't have to talk about abortion. I can see it makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes uncomfortable.
1: me uncomfortable,
0: but that makes good podcasting. Okay,
1: me being uncomfortable Any, makes good anyone, podcasting.
0: again, you got to take somebody out of their normal environment and put them into an unknown environment, and then you have to learn how to navigate. I've to done my best
1: not to get canceled. This
0: we can't get canceled talking about abortion. <laughs> I think if well, you take one side and I take the other side, there's no way they can cancel it. Sure. Now, if we both come out and say you're a piece of shit if you don't get an abortion.
1: <laughs> it's so, like, it's so, like, I don't know. Calling people pieces of shit. That's bad. Don't do that.
0: I, I wouldn't call a person a piece of shit unless I really knew they were a piece of shit. Or, or really yeah. assumed they were. Like, like what Cardi it, B like, and Justin Timberlake
1: of, Bobby, of your held beliefs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what would it take for you to call somebody a piece of shit?
0: To their Like, face? into,
1: like, to uh, I think we throw around, you're a piece of shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot. <laughs> Uh, in general, we call we'll, people we'll a total pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we but and mean it.
0: I always kind of take into. I try to take into account when I when I call somebody out if I ever would you know meet them. Yeah, like you know, I I, I shit on un- Justin Timberlake because I I just I don't think he's a good person. But um,
1: no, hold on. You don't think he's a good person, or you don't think he's talented?
0: No, I mean he's he's clearly talented, but I I talented guess
1: talented enough for the level can, that he's reached. about that is that a better phrase
0: i think there's been an easier path to get to where he's at than most people have to experience in the same profession so maybe there's
1: bobby do you wish you were a child star
0: no no but i uh don't i don't like that he's considered a like a great musician or a great performer i mean a great performer i'll give him but Uh, he's considered a like a musician and i don't think he's a musician have I we think have
1: we gotten into this at all? The How musician, like, the musician versus performer thing.
0: Maybe I I know uh, you and I okay. personally have.
1: Have we? I don't yeah. know. Well, because here is the thing: like, if I am a good singer, am I a musician? Yeah. If I am a singer, am I a musician?
0: Yes, you can be. Yes. Okay. Not all the time, but not all. Oh but no! Some, but most of the time, like because um, was was Frank Sinatra? Oh, that's not a good example. Um, was Frank
1: Sinatra a musician? I mean, how? Here's the thing: it, it, <laughs> No, it's it's Frank Sinatra, a musician. Um. Yes or no?
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go no, uh, because here's the because th- he, it's the caring factor. It's this unknown caring factor where where if so, you, Frank Sinatra didn't care about it. Like, music. is Nora Jones a musician? Absolutely. Does Nora Jones have a great voice? Absolutely. But she's also like writing her stuff. Like she's got a vested interest. How many times did Frank Sinatra show up to the studio, fucking drunk, and just like, "All right, we got to get what done today." Okay, uh, let's get it done and not fucking care. Yeah. And I'm it's ironically or not ironically, but it's coming up. Like we were. <laughs> As you stare at the
1: Planned Parenthood we, logo.
0: <laughs> this is what you get from this. Could be a podcast. So we we were uh, we were getting lunch. My wife and I were getting lunch yesterday, and. Um, we were talking about Super Bowl commercials and yeah, she had saw she had seen on uh, YouTube that there was a Wayne's World reboot commercial that they were doing for like local Uber Eats and shit like that. And she couldn't remember. They brought on somebody, some pop singer or pop star to, uh, to like join them in singing. Wayne's World, and okay. she couldn't remember who it was, so I just started listening off a number of like garbage pop stars, and she's like, oh, you're so close, you're so close. So I would end up having to look up, look it up. and is it Dua Lipo? Well, can you guess who it was? Well, <laughs> I'll do the same thing. I
1: said Dua Lipo. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Was it a man or a woman? It was a woman. It was a woman. Um, Nora Jones?
0: No, I, I said garbage. Nora Jones is good.
1: Oh, Nora Jones? Oh, no, Nora Jones is just like.
0: Nora Jones is a sweet, sultry voice.
1: It is she is made for dinner music, and that's about it mm-hmm. uh no, I don't fucking know
0: it was it was cardi B that they had mm-hmm. yeah, so and then I was like, oh my God, what a- she's
1: got a time and a place? Come on
0: no, she's won best rap album. she's won a Grammy for her debut album. you want to guess how many producers are on that album?
1: <sighs> probably so what there's probably ten tracks probably there's
0: thirteen sp- tracks.
1: 13 tracks. I'll there's set
0: the over under at 13 and a half. How about that?
1: Mm, I'm going to go over. Uh, just, I mean, 13 mm-hmm. tracks. Nobody. Wouldn't it, su- it wouldn't surprise me if there's two producers, maybe one and one that, you know, carries like four songs gotcha. and with another guest producer on it.
0: Okay. Yeah. There are 30 producers for that album.
1: Okay. I believe that. Nice. I, I mean, now, do you want to know how many
0: songwriters there are for each song?
1: How many songwriters? That's, I, I think that it's it's tricky because of the no, nature is, of hip hop.
0: No, I mean this is this is actually a fantastic example. I know we've, I, we've we, kinda we we've kind of talked about gone, this a little gone bit. We've back and forth a little but, bit, and we, and we won't I spend mean, too much time on it because I just it's just a little bit of this album won
1: best, best rap album. Best rap album.
0: She won a Grammy on yeah. her debut album. Yeah. For being a celebrity, she had nothing to do with this thing. She showed up. She showed up and was like, oh, what do you want me to do?" Okay, cool, I'll do that, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And then everybody else, everybody else deserves the the Grammys for yeah, this, because sure. they did the work. But let's just look at, we're gonna go through a count. Um, track number one, get up 10. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine.
1: Sure, I mean, or, I'm sorry, what, eight songwriters. Once again, so as we go back into what, songwriting credit means, right?
0: Well, being in the room. So she yeah, is on this she, one as being in, in the room. She's in So the... her name is Belle, Belle Almazar Marolini's Almazar Almanzar. Sure. Okay, I believe. So, uh, so we've being, talked about that at night. No, in now, the room. You can be in the room. That's fine. Yes,
1: okay. So on top of that, w- when it comes to creating a backbeat. Yeah, just, it doesn't take more than... Okay.
0: The, arcade Fire could be in a room and write an entire song and not be as many songwriters as the number five track be careful that has 12, 13 14 15 16 17 songwriters okay. You're telling me that a song needs 17 songwriters to come in and make it a good song but it's not and it's not a good but song' they're, but they're not in the room that I mean the thing is they're not in the room so Lauren Hill was not in the
1: room I I don't know this song but if you're taking if you sample a track if you sample a track that's been s- as a sample track no doubt then we're talking that's all the way back from the 19- who's who that last guy marvin Hamilch who mm-hmm. the f- look at this fucking guy mm-hmm. that guy was not in the fucking room
0: no no but again but he has to doing, have a song credits but what you're doing though is you're developing uh you're developing an album that you're yeah. not really a part of yeah. you're not you're showing up and it's going back to like whether you're a musician or not is cardi b a musician Hell no! She is a celebrity that made an album, much like Justin Timberlake is a celebrity who makes music. Sometimes. I'd be, I'd be curious. That's why he's trying to act right now and to try to move into acting, and because he can kind of be funny every once in a while. Therefore, he gets a bloated head and thinks that he can be a serious actor and acts with Clint Eastwood in a shitty movie. And <laughs> remember oh, no, that was movie? Like trouble with the Curve, yeah. Now, yeah. was it Trouble with yeah, the? Yeah, was, was Trouble with the Curve? Oh, it's garbage. Yeah, it's...
1: I remember watching it but and being like, "This is clearly a garbage uh, romantic comedy thing." This is just my example, Damn. though,
0: of someone showing up in a room and just being like, "Everything is made for you. All you have to do." And it, it kind of leads into it, what our conversation led into was uh, the uh, the use of auto tune. Like, you to use auto tune, if you sing correctly, auto tune doesn't work the way that people know auto tune to. Oh, sound really? Right. Yeah. Oh,
1: no. No. It just fixes it.
0: No. 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 So when you, because how people hear auto tune is people. Um, let's see if we can do it. Let's see if we can get some. Hold on. Before we get. Before we get too far. Okay.
1: I like. I just wanted you to know that uh, those you, people.
0: You. I know what you're saying.
1: They were not in the room.
0: Right. But there's also that's They again, didn't. Ra-
1: they had no idea. I,
0: there's uh, still people. It,
1: it wouldn't surprise me if Corey Woods or Marvin Hamish were fucking dead by the time you know this song was produced, but they still get credit. They still get Nathan, a songwriting credit. I understand that. Okay. Yeah. What I I'm like saying it. is Cardi like B it.
0: wasn't piecing together those beats. She's like, you know who I really like? I really like that handling. Yeah. I like let's let's use some of his stuff. But no, they had producers that were in there that came in, they're like, We have made all this and they the ones they deserve okay. Grammys. They're the ones that deserve Grammys. Sure. She comes in and she does whatever the fuck she does. If she and she's she goes, singing it and then they're like, oh, cool, that's something we can sell. So if how many lines does she have to write where it, it counts? She doesn't have to write shit. She has to be in the no, room. I'm,
1: I'm just saying, like, how many, like, before for you, for you, how many lines is, of lyrics does Cardi B have to write before she's considered a songwriter?
0: just yeah, a musician, not even a songwriter. Like, no, mi- no, I'm
1: just, no, for the, to get a songwriting credit on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. For you to make it actually, count. I'm sure
0: she wrote some of the words. I'm sure she wrote even most of the words. How about that? Okay, so now I whether, mean,
1: like, so, we're, but we're, does that
0: make her a lyricist versus a musician? Because can she sit down <laughs> no, and no, play we're, any we're of not, her songs okay. on any instrument? Then no. I
1: know, I know, we're jumping. I, I, I know, I know, we're jumping around and we're like mixing everything up between songwriter, musician, but, lyricist, and all those things. For the Wikipedia and also the, uh, not ASCAP or you know whoever. Mm-hmm. For having a song writing credit, how many lyrics?
0: It's there's no number. There's no there's no right. set number. There's no set number. You have to literally just be in the room. Yeah. This is we talked about it before. It's the Ben Affleck joke. It's yeah. like put my name on that. Go ahead and just put my name on that. All right. But that's the do you,
1: And do you think that's what Cardi B did?
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Because what it takes the producer. So she didn't
1: she, she didn't write any lyrics.
0: She I just, don't know. She probably did. She probably did. <sighs>
1: okay. So I mean so she wrote part of the song, right?
0: Sure. Okay. And, but did she make the song it's the whole thing with like taylor swift too and uh and any any artist where again where and i'll go into the autotune here thing in a little she, bit we're gonna get there but don't worry folks it's it's what you're bringing to the table and then who takes that ball and runs with it yeah. and then really does the good job with it i know we were talking whether well, it was last podcast or a couple podcasts back but Rick Beato, the guy we'd like to watch love, on YouTube. I love Rick Beato. And when Great. he breaks down the top ten songs on Spotify, go
1: watch all of Rick Beato's stuff. Right. And here's but, the other yeah. thing about Rick Beato that I enjoy is that his uh, disdain for the music industry and how shitty the copyright system is. Uh, those are two things I totally can, agree with.
0: When you run into him at a bar, you can talk about that. Can we just talk but about anyway.
1: copyright for a little bit, Rick Beato? Okay, cool. So, all right. It also, I also think it sucks. That's the end of the conversation. But he. Uh, and he just give me one of these oh yeah, I,
0: yeah uh, sure okay. thanks for yes, watching thanks. i appreciate oh. it so <laughs> when the bar is so low to come in to like all you really yeah. have to do is produce a frequency sure and it can be manipulated i'm not t- taking away any credit from the producers that made it sound the way that it sounded And i always think i always bring up like taylor swift with the situation yeah did taylor swift write an idea for a song sure okay. does she deserve songwriting credits for that sure But she did not sit there and make that song from her on an acoustic guitar to how it sounds when it's playing on the radio. And that is the, but she gets credit for that. yeah. And that's where the thing is. And the producer isn't looking for credit for that from anybody outside of the people that are already giving them credit, like industry people. Sure, People in the industry know who made that song sound the way it did. And they're gonna play along because that's that's what you do. They're not like, fuck that Taylor Swift, I made that song sound great, and they're just drunk at a bar, you know, where... They're just sure. lamenting their life. They're perfectly Shaking fine and happy. Shaking their fist at the moon, kind of right. thing, Yeah, but if you if you watch here and then uh, let's, I gotta find the right one here, but okay. we'll just go with like. Have you ever heard somebody sing without without autotune? and then um,
1: um, I don't know about that. I mean, maybe. But so
0: you know what I'm. Do you know what I'm saying though? With how people hear auto tune.
1: Are you talking about robot voice? Yeah, like, like robot voice. Yeah, robot voice. I mean,
0: so to sing to have that effect with autotune, you have to sing horribly. You have to be bad. I mean, it. like if I you're, mean, you're almost talking. Uh yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, bad. Yeah, you're almost talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um I just try to find the right one as a good example just so we don't get the I mean, I And sorry Travis Scott, we're just kind of shitting on you here for something.
1: We're I, I don't know, I don't want to shit on you,
0: but we're doing it how about that i i was looking Maybe. for a nice studio version where there it's just their raw takes sure no what i want is because uh, uh, this is like what we're talking about is just general yeah studio like when you're in the studio okay and this is the tr- no, like this is what you're doing to show up like what, what sure. i'm saying is like sure and if we can't find it it's going they have suck. to
1: say the words though correct don't care about that
0: no no one cares about that
1: can you find one that's not fucking obnoxious? <laughs> I know it's difficult <laughs> it's when, you're, when you're when difficult. you're trying to find hip hop, you know, YouTube videos that aren't fucking obnoxious.
0: It's very uh, difficult. Yeah. Um. Let's just let's try just doing this here. Auto tune.
1: Auto tune. Um, Price is right. Nineteen eighty one. I I think that this is. Oh, you know what? I think I've seen this guy's. I think I've seen this guy's work. What about this guy? Uh, no, like anybody like of this caught on, I feel like I've seen this guy's YouTube videos.
0: Okay. Uh, uh okay. we'll just use this. So we'll just do this. You guys decide. I've been on a low. I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. I don't want to be alive. I don't want to be alive. I just want to die today. Yeah. Literally just speaking. I don't want to be alive. Yeah. I yeah.
1: Wanna and be then it, it, I just want to die i've been on a low i've been taking my time i feel like i'm out of my mind yeah i, okay. like my life I mean mine. i understand
0: the process yeah I underst- so again cardi b is showing up what she has to do sure. literally just speak it literally just like read these words right i mean it, at the base level yeah maybe yeah. she's doing more but that's the base level that's the base level and i i
1: get that and i I understand.
0: That's just a person speaking into a microphone. So how but many times did Frank Sinatra do that? Just with slightly more like just singing uh, a uh,
1: lot more talent. Yeah, no, sure. No,
0: no. I don't even I won't even bring talent into it because again, it's just did he show up and it's like if he could just autotune tune yeah. voice, would he have done it? Absolutely. Absolutely. If it was socially acceptable. I just want to
1: hear a robot voice version of Take Me to the Moon. Take <laughs> <Run laughs> me to,
0: to the moon. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying is the effort in yeah. you're not like sweating in the studio. You're not like there, you know, from sun up to sundown. Sure. You're like I have to be at the studio from two to three, so everyone else can do the work to make it. To make it. I'm not thing.
1: saying that I will so, never say that producers don't put in work. It, 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 how much is it? An unsung amount? Is that what I mean? Is that what you need?
0: Uh, it's here. It's a underappreciated amount and uh, it, where people. People don't care. I mean, I'm I'm because it's gone di- from it's this.
1: difficult. It's difficult to like show that process.
0: And it's odd because with what's happened with COVID and everything like that, where a lot of people, a lot of musicians haven't been able to go out and play yeah. live. That when they, uh, you know, they perform on a stream or anything yeah. like that, you're like, oh, that fucking sucks. You know, it, like I mean, Post Malone is a, a, a example in the opposite direction where when very highly produced, overproduced in many ways. Um, yeah, Stylized, we'll say, not overproduced. We'll just say highly stylized. I mean, because that's all this is. It's, oh,
1: yeah. I mean, not... autotune is a, totally a style right. choice.
0: So when when somebody like Post Malone can, uh, I remember he when he performed with the Chili Peppers and he came out and he was playing guitar, and I was like, oh, look, Post Malone's a musician. Like, he couldn't literally play guitar. And it's yeah. not like, Someone taught him four chords, and he's playing the song. It's like no, he's really playing it. So when he does a live performance of some Nirvana songs or something like that, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you got to watch this!" It's because sure. what he, he at the end of the day, he's a really good musician. Or he is a musician. You know whether he's good or not, it's up to you. But right. he's he can perform a song. I'd love to see Cardi B play uh, one of her songs on any instrument by herself without all the bells and whistles. <sighs> right? Because I don't think it's possible. And And therefore she's not a musician. Therefore she's not a musician. I don't think that's a bad thing. So you can be you can be a pop star. Like Britney Spears also can do the same thing. I don't really I mean maybe Justin Timberlake could play one or two of his songs on a on acoustic guitar or piano. Just again So
1: therefore he's not a musician or he is a musician.
0: He's probably a musician. I'll probably say he's a musician.
1: My thing is I think getting locked into these arbitrary things. And I and I see what you're saying. I know that like is dumb.
0: Yeah, and it's it's pointless to have an uh, argument over it because you can't solve anything. Well, but it's my definition of musician is this.
1: I mean, my definition of musician is this. Well, which one of us is right? So,
0: but again, like Paul Simon and Justin Timberlake are on the same level of quality. No, so that's Abs-
1: absolutely not, and, and that's just because one is. I think that goes much more into talent and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Is who do you, do you think? Justin be, Timberlake's could, got him on dancing for sure. Could it be possible that? Justin Timberlake is a better singer than Paul Simon? Singer. Oh, sure. Singer. Singer. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know,
0: that's why Art Garfun- Garfun- Garfunkel is a better singer than Paul <laughs> yeah. Simon. But he knew that going into it. That's why
1: Well, that's why he that's fucking why... Pauls. That's why Paul Simon wrote all of Simon and Garfunkel songs. Mm-hmm. All of them. It brings in the question. Without the exception of uh Scarborough <laughs> Fair. Uh mm-hmm. that's that is that only, only is that art song that's only well that's the song that art wrote when I mean, it's like off of a like it's an old it's, like, <laughs> like it's an old like medieval fucking yeah. song like or, oh, hold on I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and put the caveat in here yeah uh, that's what I've been fucking told like thirty years ago so <laughs> maybe I know <laughs> it's an
0: old timey like an old timey song here
1: yeah is you know is i mean i don't know if that's 100 percent true don't Well, we're gonna find it out yeah please do uh, it's a
0: traditional english ballad (laughs) and that's what he brought
1: yeah and that's what and that's what uh, the melody
0: is in dorian mode it was very typical of middle uh, english period it's good it's good watch rick beato's video on dorian mode it's very good
1: i love rick beato that guy's
0: uh yeah parsley sage rosemary and ten
1: Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. But, uh, it's good.
0: But going back to like Art Garfunkel. Yeah. Like,
1: is Art Garfunkel a musician? This is
0: the, <laughs> that's a good question, right? Because again, you're <laughs>
1: apparently, this according back, to some people, he's not.
0: He's not. I mean, and I. Is uh,
1: he a musician?
0: If I, I, I would think, if you're going to look for a blanket statement, if you cannot perform one of your songs without anybody else's help then you're not a musician. Okay. I think that's a good bass level. Uh, I think cuz for... if you're a musician you can I can play you one of my songs right now. You could hand me a guitar and like play me a song you wrote and I could play it. Now okay. whether that's good or not, whether you like it or not, all that stuff like that's all subjective.
1: My my sub- But I can hand
0: you a song. or I can hand you a, a <laughs> guitar or anything. You can know, yeah. be like play me a full song you wrote like a, from I start could, to finish. I could
1: play you a song right now on a guitar. You don't want to hear it though.
0: Okay, then you're a musician.
1: I, my 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 thing is that musician to what makes a musician? Musician is someone who makes music. It doesn't matter what kind of music it is, what the instrument is, as long as you're making music, that's that's it. That's just the that, that is the that is the qualifications of becoming a musician is a musician. If you can make music, then you're a musician. If that's you singing, if that's you playing instrumental, mm-hmm. if that's you playing percussion, anything and everything, you are a musician. If you play music, and that includes singing, you can sing. You're performing music. You're singing music. Therefore, you are a musician. Okay, that's it's, a, it's a, that, that is my that is my interpretation of cool. what a musician is.
0: Now we now we know for all the listeners that's Nathan's interpretation of a musician. This is my interpretation of a musician. <laughs> And there's no right answer. There, I mean, there is the absolutely thing. no right answer. Well, It goes, it goes kind of back to like we were watching a video of Dan Harmon's story circle. And it's yeah, like right. where you're what like what, how well you can tell a story or how good a story is is all subjective for sure. But when you're on sure. the writing side of it, when you're on the writing side of it, you want to at least have some guidelines to go because everything can't be cookie cutter. But you also like to know. I think I brought it up in the last podcast. My yeah. my first song I ever wrote was six minutes of garbage because there yeah. was no structure and there was no like direction and there yeah. was no guidelines right. outside of all the other songs that you listen to where you're like, oh, they're highly technical, they're highly sense? trained musicians, and you're trying to like w- replicate them, but you're not there yet. But For sure, that's what you have to do. So to have a like a to have a guide to like a a path to follow uh, is uh, nice
1: you know a, 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 a skeleton a, you know a bone structure to, mm-hmm. to graft onto uh, uh, my thing is that with those with that and also like every i you know i listen to a lot of script notes podcast yeah. and they shit on over they shit the amount of people who try to sell uh lectures or uh formulas or books about how to write a story mm-hmm. um and they just shit all over it. And I kind of, and I agree, I don't know if that's just me being, you know, impressionable or what, mm-hmm. but I agree with them. Like, it, it's, stories are there, and I think, that for me, you can, with the Dan Harmon eight point story circle, mm-hmm. is something that if I squint hard enough, I can shoehorn all those pieces in. I have never written a full length script. Mm-hmm. I've never tried to write a full length script, um, and so is it something that could be helpful? Possibly. I, I think not, without I, a I, doubt, I, it would I, be helpful. I'm not, I'm not saying it's it, it wouldn't be helpful, but I feel like maybe it's just because we have watched a you know of the examples giving we watched like three videos about the mm-hmm. Dan Harmon. Don't uh, judge the, <laughs> the idea based on the presentation of the videos. <laughs> you know, two of them, they made a big point of using the dark Knight as an example. Okay. And it's just like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> you know,
0: again, we didn't go to film school <laughs> during, during the dark night, during the dark night. I'm sure uh, they put a, like a moratorium on like, okay, no one can write about the dark Knight ever I, again. Okay. I, For I, the next four years, I would
1: love to see somebody try to shoehorn the eight person structure. I mean that eight point structure, into um the hateful eight or the um you know
0: i bet you could do it with the, the individual characters i mean i, I that's the possibly, thing about it like i don't know the application of it so i mean here just to get in case i mean anyone
1: outside knows. outside of the outside of uh, the dark net i'd love to know <laughs> more. just to give a context
0: <laughs> for people so they're not just
1: yeah a, yeah uh, go list list this off please
0: i will hold on one second here we'll just do this So let's see, find the right one. So the story structure circle, it starts off, uh, it it is a circle and it's split into two. There's uh, order and then uh, chaos at below. So the the top half of the circle is order. um, The bottom half of the circle is chaos. Um, So it starts off at one at 12 o'clock of if you're looking at like a clock or if you're pulling this up, you can see it. Um, So it starts off with one at Uh, is you a character in a zone of comfort so you're just establishing a character moves on to two is a need um that character that you just got to know they want something they need something in their life so that's the the second thing so you're finding that out then they enter into the chaos world at three where they have to go in search for the thing that they need so then they but to get the thing that they need they enter into an unfamiliar situation so that unfamiliar familiar situation leads to four which is search which is they have to learn how to adapt to the unfamiliar situation to discover what they need or what they want the fifth one is they find what they need so they find what they need or wanted um at some point but they're finding it within the chaos so that leads on to number six which is take that means it has to pay a price for the thing that you needed or wanted back in order and uh normal life so that take is taking something from the person that you know, the one, the you that leads on to the return to normalcy the return to order. um, With the take with thing being taken from you. And then that leads to a change, which now you're a different person um, in your order or in your normal, the normal life uh, because you've learned and grown from your, uh, your desire to need something. And then that creates what it would be a compelling story, a compelling character, compelling scene, compelling act. Yada yada yada. It's yeah. not a blueprint, but it's a helpful like It's
1: uh, a I mean sure. It's it's I mean honestly, you could almost take every single episode of um of sitcoms and all you have to do is just take out step number 8. Yeah. And they just return back to normal.
0: Yeah. But that's not But again, you can remove elements of this. And again, it's like we were kind of talking about it. it's not a a guideline like you need to follow this in order no, to create a no a, like writing a writing a song if I want to write a pop song that thing has to be three thirty or under like there's uh, yeah there's no five minute pop songs anymore there's like Hotel California is not being made anymore and getting played on the radio right? sure that doesn't exist anymore so there's crazy
1: game of poker nobody's playing
0: that there's exactly there's there's a structure that needs to be followed and it's very rigid and it creates very bad music because it's so rigid there's little flexibility given and that's what this this offers you a way to get out of the writing process and when you're stuck writing anything whether you're stuck writing songs or a script or tv show or anything like that when you're stuck you're looking for something to give you a guide to what you're stuck on yeah a roadmap and that's all this is giving you a little bit of a roadmap now whether you want to follow it to the T, you can do that, or mm-hmm. do you want to use it as a general outline? You can use that too. No one's saying that you have to do it. I think th- the way that, like, you've been watching a lot of uh, Siskel and Ebert <laughs> <the> critics <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, but I think it's easy. Yeah. To, I think it's easy to shit on ideas. I think it's easy to shit on things because you can either say, kind of like how people give seminars to how like um, this is how you tell a great story, right? Right. It's. Like you can do that end of the game or you can do the end of the game. Like you can just shit on everything. Right. (laughs) Sure. And it's sure it's the opposite end of the same spectrum because all you're doing is thinking, you know, the way to do it. And then you either, this is how you do it or this is how you don't do it. And in between there's the people that are creating because I've written what I've written songs. I like I've written songs. I don't like um, and everything in between, you know, I've written songs that I don't like, but other people like. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. I'm glad you like that song. Or I've written songs where, I'm like, I really like this song and no one likes it. If you so, I
1: mean, of the songs you wrote that you don't like but people like, did you like push that really hard?
0: What do you mean? Like, like did showing you, like, people? Did you
1: like really go out there and really start like pushing it out there?
0: As far as them liking the song, or as far like, as like
1: performing it? Like, did you like put it in front of more people?
0: Um, yeah, yeah. There are songs like that
1: more and more people.
0: Well, I mean, I would play the songs, so there's there would be songs like, we well, I mean, that we'd play that be song like, about I, bourbon. I'd really don't. I have never written a song about bourbon. Um, but that
1: song about like country roads.
0: Never written a song about roads or country roads or anything like that either. Which is no, good. No. I think it's a feather in my cap.
1: A uh, song about like the Christmas of an apple on a Sunday afternoon. No. That okay.
0: It's about mainly that what you're looking for is in the opposite direction. There's songs that I thought. <laughs> I thought people would like that I pushed. The, yeah. Like, oh, like they're gonna like this if I keep playing it, kind of thing. Yeah. But I
1: mean, there is a weird thing about like when people hear a story. I mean, they, they hear something and it takes one or two times before they really get into it.
0: Right. Like, Versus, uh, I mean, I I did I did write a song and it was a as regional super of, smash hit. It's as, as regional of a hit as it could possibly be, but within the circle of people that we were in. They really enjoyed it. And it, it was one of those songs like when we were traveling the country and stuff like that and we'd play that song. It doesn't matter. Like if you were, you know, if we were playing a place and we didn't have an audience or something like that and we could like, they weren't paying attention basically. Yeah. If we could play that song, that would be the song that they would always come they'd, and be like, oh, I really like that song. And that was through. They'd
1: perk their ears up and say, nope,
0: That was oh. throughout Throughout okay. our experience. So I was like, well, oh, hold
1: on. When you say our experience, can you put? So like, my my wife and that, I, when we oh, were touring. okay. You, like that. You so like were when you Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Okay, so not when we, Black Bloom. Or, no. No.
0: Okay. We, we, so when we were touring the country, though, like we would play. The song was called Thick of It All. And that was when we would play it. And it would be good Is a it song. good? I think it's a good song, yeah.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah. I'll have to listen People to it. People like it. Do you play that like any of the times I've seen you play?
0: No, we would not have played it.
1: You never played it when. Mm-mm. I just watch you at a bar here and down.
0: No. Nope. Cuz it's uh, cuz playing original music has a purpose of like but if it, promoting if, the original music and But you know, if it, people's ears perk up. That part of up, me is dead. So.
1: If people's ears pick it, perk up.
0: They also perk up when you play Wagon Wheel too, so. Oh. I mean they would, but it's just You're all, saying
1: you don't want to be Wagon Wheel. That's what I'm hearing.
0: No, I mean the point of playing a show around, uh, uh, regionally around this area to, yeah. is to get people to stay around and play songs they know, so they can buy more drinks and dance and stuff like that. That's the point of playing shows around a regional. Uh, How do you touring f- How do
1: you feel about that?
0: I don't. I mean, like
1: knowing your place.
0: I feel knowing your place is very important in uh, <laughs> in being successful. Yeah, I think knowing. I think knowing uh, where you where you stand on a totem pole of like of an operation you know like you know we we work on a crew yeah um we have we do stuff we do but like at no point do i want to act like i know how to do everything like or like i i'm the one telling anybody what to do what to do because that's not my place in and it's not your place in it either I mean, it has been back and forth it has been right but in this current <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, yeah right, you know what I'm right now
1: I don't need to. I don't need to like interject myself and say
0: that's not I let what my I, would do. I
1: let my opinion known, but more like directed towards the, the appropriate people more and mostly half-heartedly oh but that's what, what I'm, I'm, gonna, was, I'm gonna tell Chris what to do
0: but you know I do tell Chris what, what, we, to. what we're talking about is like in a crew or in a band or anything sure, like that it's yeah, similar like you know you know your role Basically, right, and like so. When the shows that you run, so Nathan, it's you run shows. Like you're the yeah, you're sure. the one that, in yeah. charge of the show. Yeah, you're the host of the show. Everything yes. like that. Yeah. So that's your show. So when sure. we when we show up, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your show or you how to do, do. But no, you only hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not my place. My yeah. place is not to tell you how to to do your show.
1: I want you to know that you can tell me like you can chirp up. With any ideas or concepts at all, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna immediately shut them down, yeah, because they're probably dumb.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I know we've talked about it before on the podcast. <laughs> but having like, especially in a band,
1: yeah, ex- oh yeah,
0: especially in a band, knowing your role, your role or knowing in like the case with my wife and I when we moved back into town, it's like the goal of playing shows was not to uh, get signed to a label. You're
1: you're not making it big. Right. You guys knew exactly.
0: It, so there's a cap on what you could what you could make and right what you could li- like reasonably do. So yeah. the point was to play songs that people know and play them well that they'd be like, I really enjoyed that. I didn't scare people and out of the a, room. Ha-
1: and having a good time.
0: Yeah. You're there to facilitate a good time.
1: Yep. And that's I mean and that's what uh, most uh bands are here in town. And, uh and most the, bands
0: in anywhere that you're listening to this are uh, have a have a skewed version of what they're doing i think most bands in wherever you're listening to this are trying to make it trying to relive glory days or um understand what they're doing yeah and the bands that don't the bands that don't understand what they're doing they keep getting booked but they don't um they don't grow in the way that they possibly could yeah there's a ton of bands that play way too loud and it's the thing that we well we tried to like really pride ourselves on like we played at a it was a hotel lounge that we had a pretty consistent gig. You in, sure did. You know, one, like maybe once a week for three <laughs> years or something like that we played. Uh, yeah. But uh the whole key to that gig was to be lounge music. Don't over
1: you, you know your role. Right. And, and your role is to be, for the most part, background music. Exactly. I mean, people were there, sit there and watch and clap and stuff, but right.
0: but that's not why we're that's there.
1: not why you're there. And that's I mean, for the most part, bands here in town, you know, they bands
0: anywhere don't even not even I'm just like
1: if you're a, if you're a band mm-hmm. unless you are playing in the handful of places that is there to hear original music. music, right. And that, I mean, there's. I can think of one here. I can think of one in Iowa City. Yeah. I can think of one or two. They and, exist, but they're and, and th- few and far between. And, and but they're known. They're known. Yep. Uh, that when you go there, I don't want. If I go to, say, the lift, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear local venue. Local venue here in town. I don't want to hear. You know, a cover of. I don't. I mean, wagon wheel. You're not, not going mean, to. He- you want to hear I, wagon I'm wheel? I'm not going to hear like your take on wagon wheel mm-hmm. when I'm there. Unless it's
0: a like an ironic punk version of it, but
1: that's allowed as like your
0: second to last. So yeah, song, exactly. Your,
1: your, your penultimate song. You can do a punk version of wagon
0: Wheel. So w- what the thing is that, yeah, we would not. So if we would ever play one of those venues, like we would play our original stuff that, cause that's the point of it. That, and that's so that's what I'm of, saying. That is the point of that space. Yeah. So the place that you would see us playing in the last five but years, the,
1: but the point is that being flexible
0: Yeah, being and, able and, to do that
1: and, and being, was, and being able to know your, and, and know, Okay, how to play to an audience.
0: Being aware of your surroundings and
1: uh, what audience am I playing to today? Mm-hmm. Okay, I am playing to this audience.
0: There are certain musicians that would get pissed off that people are not responding to them. And it's like, well, you're not playing we're not there. you're not playing f- to get their approval. You're playing so that you can create an ambiance, like creating an atmosphere for them. Right. And if uh if nobody's here to see me. If yeah, if if even if you are in a packed room where, you know, let's say you're in a play in a place that's catering to live music and stuff like that. And they're not responding to your live music. You know, that's, that's going to happen because if everyone loved your music all the time, you'd have a bigger following or he, like
1: you wouldn't be playing that bar.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd be playing something else, you know? And so if it really understanding, because understanding what you are trying to accomplish as a musician yeah. in, in a band collectively as a band is very important. So, there are you know there are bands all over the place that kind of can create a similar atmosphere. I'll yeah. call them like casino bands, where maybe they're not Journey and Speed Speedwagon or you know uh, Aerosmith. But they're all, the best,
1: they're all the best parts of that.
0: But they can they can mimic it really well. Yeah. You know yeah. tribute acts and stuff like yeah. that, where like you know Tom Petty is dead. But if you can go see a really good Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers tribute act, would you know would somebody do that? Yeah, there's a ton of people that would do that. Sure. You know maybe you know Neil Young would never tour around this area or play you know and, and that's a shame but um if you could see a tribute act of it that might be worth it yeah know? and so and it's the same thing with prince with any we, there's tons david bowie all these people especially yeah. people that are dead like if you can give some semblance of what the the essence of that artist is and
1: all, all, here's the deal their work does so much of i mean when i say their work the artists the initial Artists' work mm-hmm. is does so much of the heavy lifting, of course.
0: You, you're all given you ha- a bag of hit songs,
1: all you have to do is, is just play part, do it in a competent manner, yeah. and people will enjoy it. Because, guess what? People enjoy their music, and yep. if they can feel it, it, and once again, feel it because you're in the space, mm-hmm. you're feeling the musicians, you're feeling the sound waves actually hitting your body, yeah, as compared to just. You know sitting listening to the car radio when you know hits 96 plays it
0: but that goes into like our conversation of like what's a musician or not like the the it's it really falls a lot on the audience and it may be less so on the performers or the musicians or whether they are or not that it's the it's the audience holding the performer or musician in check or like accountable because yeah. you know again i i did i played in a the neil young and crazy horse tribute act and you know it's awesome to be gifted a bag of hit songs that you can pull out at any time. Like when you can pull out like Ohio or you know, keep on rocking in the free world and shit like that. Yeah. You know, at any point in time you could turn an audience around versus like yeah. when, when I'm saying like with our song thick of it all, like I, we had one song that I knew I could like turn people around. That was sure. It. You know, like in cause you're fighting an uphill battle and that's, you have one and I, song. And I get
1: that. I- and I get that. You got that one. Hey, do you have Which any most idea? people don't have one. I was going to say, do you have any idea how lucky you are yeah. to have that one song yeah. mm-hmm. that is, you know, qu- categorically good? Yeah. I, I mean, if you're able to yeah. s- have people sit there and turn on their heels and yep. come back towards you, that's incredible. Yep. I mean, that is so difficult. So yep. difficult. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I know I don't have it with my three songs of who's going to brush their teeth.
0: And <laughs> it's not taking anything away. <laughs> don't worry.
1: I think that who's going to brush your teeth is—it's it's a fine song. I, th- I
0: mean, anything's possible in this YouTube generation. <laughs> <laughs> but it was—it was one of the, when I wrote that song. It was—it uh, was a stream of consciousness. It was—I mean, oh. when they when they talk about you know, I, I, it sounds really pretentious to
1: go it, just you can I'm gonna allow it.
0: But it you this w- is
1: e- I mean this is earnest here your, you're yeah I'm a, well I'm always earnest <laughs> yeah. on this
0: podcast, <laughs> but. When you, when you hear stories about other songwriters, like having like a stream of consciousness, like Paul McCartney and a scrambled egg story, are you familiar sure. or
1: as far as like mel- melodically, or? or
0: like something coming to you in a wave, where you're okay. like, I have it all. Because again, okay. the writing process, going back to like the story circle, like to have something to help you when you get stuck is great because you get stuck more often than when you have like a stream of consciousness, and then everything just comes out. Yeah. So when when you hear stories uh, uh, like Keith Richards and Satisfaction has another story like he just woke up and recorded it like he yeah. woke up and read it and then went back to bed and woke up and he's like oh that's cool I, Dimebag Daryl has one for um, the solo for Cemetery Gates for Pantera like oh, all yeah. similar like s- similar stuff where it's like he did it they did it and it all came out at once and then they're like okay cool and then came back to him like oh wow that was really that that's was, good that's a whole idea that. Came in in a in a flash, and so with this song, I had I had like a little a little run, like like probably probably eight measures. of are,
1: it. Are you, We're talking musically, not lyrically, right?
0: E- lyrically, nothing. Yeah, okay. Lyrically, nothing. Okay. I had because
1: um, I don't think that way.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, I know, no, no,
1: no. I, I, I know. I for me, like that's just me, like thinking of like tune, like mm-hmm. like songs and everything. That's not just how. That's I had, how I think. I had yeah. like
0: an eight bar run. You know, it was, it was bum, 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 bum. I mean, that's really what it was. Yeah. Because I had that and then I had a, I had two chords that kind of sounded cool together. Right. And how I played them. Yeah. And then, so I had those forever, you know, for a couple months or something like that.
1: Noodling around.
0: Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is something, this is something. And then, um, just one day I, I remember I was listening to Paul Simon's greatest hits. I remember that was something where, what was I coming back from? I think I was coming back from a family reunion and uh, listened to Paul Simon's greatest hits and everything. Yeah. And then uh, went down and had those chords and just sat down and started noodling with him. And then it was just like 15 minutes later, exactly. like literally 15 minutes later. Oh, wow. It was all the lyrics, the hook, the chorus, everything that wasn't written, Every everything that came together. I was like, oh, cool. I guess I got a song and then... <laughs> I couldn't and, and I couldn't sing at the time or I, like I didn't know oh. how to sing at the time so uh the drummer of our band I, I kind of like showed him and again like this is you know showing your, your, your again gate, showing yeah. a song yeah, yeah you're showing a baby you're like yeah. I, I can't really sing but imagine what it could be if I could you know yeah. kind of thing and so I did a recording of the best I you know the best I could and um I showed it to the drummer and he's like oh man yeah I can sing that's this. it and I can and he was a good he's a great singer he still is um so he he sang the song, and that's actually where uh, my wife and I, when she was a great, she is still a great singer as well. Like, <laughs> but I knew I knew all these people are still alive. by They're the way. still alive, and they're still great singers. <laughs> and I was like, well, I know I know that she can sing. I yeah. know that she can sing. So I like gave her a call, and I was like, and we weren't dating or anything that this time we were just kind friends. We can thought about it. But we were. Um, I was like, well, I need a girl to sing on this song. Can you come and sing on it? And so yeah. she did, and. It it popped and so her and the drummer singing together, and it just popped and everyone we showed it to, there was like they were just like that's a really good song. It's a really good song, and that's how we um, basically started playing music together and everything.
1: Is that what made you move to Nashville? That's song? no, 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 no. Okay, that oh, was a no. long. That was a
0: long. I don't.
1: I don't know. I mean, listen, if if you have gold, right. And you're able to make gold, and, and that's why I
0: submitted that song uh, in in uh, for uh, NA what the American Songwriters, Songwriters Association, yeah. international. You're gonna put it up for got Eurovision? shit on, got shit on because it, it wasn't. Uh, it's not poppy. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't short enough. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. It didn't fit their system. It and was first off,
1: thirteen minutes long. Uh, just in, in their defense, <laughs> it's, it's a
0: four and a half minute song. It's four and a half.
1: In their defense, it's eighteen minutes long.
0: Yeah, no, it got it got shit on uh, because again, I I really do think it's just uh, <laughs> you. Again, it's easier to shit on something and then to say that's good and then, like vouch for it. I
1: think that tell that to uh, Gene Siskel. I mean,
0: yeah, that guy. Because you can always stand by your opinion of saying it sucks, but if you vouch for it and everyone else agrees it sucks, then you that's then your a, opinion's gone.
1: That's a real that's a real problem. I I, I think for for me it's just. Putting yourself out there like that Mm -hmm. is—it's incredibly difficult. Like I can't, I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, having—I'm not creative. I'm not a smart. (laughs) (laughs) You're creative. I know you're self-deprecating, but you're creative. I'm just saying, like that's a hard thing to do. It's very, very, very hard. I mean, that's why I don't tell anybody about this podcast because (laughs) 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 what am I? Well, honestly, who's gonna say, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you just listen to me talk to this other guy for an hour and a half? We're uh, not going to ask yeah.
0: for anybody to <laughs> to do us a favor and listen to this. Uh, it was we're doing this because you find it <laughs> enjoyable.
1: I uh, got I, I I do enjoy. I mean, I enjoy our conversations. Uh, I do too. I mean, honestly, we 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 were upstairs talking for uh, you know, a good solid hour and a half before we came exactly. down here. You know, uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> say <laughs> a loose terms. We're friends. <laughs> uh, in loose terms, we're friends. It's just, um, yeah, songwriting. In having that tuned into the into the ether, it was weird. It's it's a thing.
0: It happened a a couple other times, but yeah, it's weird.
1: It's a thing that I just I love that about humanity. Mm -hmm. I love that thing about humanity where it's just like, if I just like squint my eyes, not squint my eyes. If I just let myself loose and just kind of float around a little Mm -hmm. bit, some things magically. And that's I Comes mean, through. and and that's it's the word I, that's the word I'm going to use, and I mean it. Yeah. Magically, yeah. Just come out, yep. Just out of nowhere, out of this, out of the sky blue. Just come out and just resonate through you, yeah. and that is so fucking weird.
0: It's it's crazy, and it. Again, going back to the story structure circle here, it's like it, you can't you can't search for it, but when it happens, you got to like go with it, and it's a it is weird it happened a couple of times with some songs like not to the extent of popular and again i'm not yeah. trying to overplay like that you're a song, good songwriter the song made zero dollars or like enough to keep doing what we were doing i guess it well, made some money but uh,
1: here's the deal if you're able to get people to turn on their heels mm-hmm. that's huge
0: i had a but i had a, I, a f- uh not a, i mean a friend but also like a guy that would like
1: uh, again, number call of, him a dude, please. I'll call him a
0: dude. I'll call him a dude. He said he. I. He <laughs> said he had to pull over on the side of the road when he heard it because it played on the radio locally. And he's like, I had to pull over and just listen to it, and then he pulled over on the side of the highway, just listen to the song. I was like, oh, that's really nice. That's I awesome.
1: love. I mean, I, that's good. I mean, I. I lo- when I hear a song, mm-hmm. I feel like I know a hit. That that's just me. Like when when I feel like I'm listening to something, I feel like I've heard something. I remember. Okay. It's a great story. Okay. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give me hedge my bets a little bit. Mm-hmm. I remember I was going to for driving from Dubuque down to Davenport, mm-hmm. and for a, like a conference of IT. It's about professionals. fifty minute drive. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Depending how fast you drive. An hour. Sure.
1: Anyhow, you know, door to door an hour. <laughs> uh I remember I was like just cruising through, and I just like I do, because I don't believe in buying music,
2: mm-hmm.
1: popping through the channels, and I came across blurred lines.
0: Mm-hmm. When it The Robin Thicke song. The Robin Thicke. Pharrell There's probably a Pharrell producer, Williams. Yeah, Pharrell deserves it. The, Pharrell. The Pharrell Williams song.
1: Uh, and I'm just like, this is fucking working for me. I cannot explain how much I am enjoying this fucking song. And I, I only listened like the last half minute of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, last uh, minute of it, and I'm like, "This is fucking good." I cannot fucking believe it. And luckily for me, uh, when I jumped from one station to the other, when I moved from Dubuque's radio stations to Davenport's radio stations, after like 20 minutes, I heard it again, and I said, <laughs> "Holy fuck!" I that that is a fucking hit song. That that's mm-hmm. the and just worked up and down my spine. I can't believe what a great song. And I loved it.
0: Yeah, and that's the problem with the music industry. <laughs> At the end of the day,
1: that's the problem with the music industry.
0: That you could flip on the, the radio and hear uh, the same song.
1: That you're that you hear the same song from one yeah. station to the other.
0: Yeah. Not that the here here is a song, that, and not that it's not a good song. I'm not it, saying is that it a bad song. It's not a bad song. Is <laughs> it a great song? No, it's a good song. But I think that's 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 fair. That's taste. I, I think that's. I, I love a good pop song. I but, I think that's a taste thing. But I don't think, I don't think I going think, from good to great um, is uh, uh, Uptown Funk is a great pop song.
1: Absolutely fantastic. N- same thing. Same thing happened. I, I I remember I was like, uh, was, but
0: that's that's what I'm saying though. Like scrolling through, I want to I, I want to sep- separate great versus good. Now, is blurred lines good? It's I good.
1: Think, I think blurred lines is a really good. It, I think it's a great song.
0: Maybe, I, I, and that's why. Like, here's the beauty of it: <laughs> you can think it's a great song. I, I have no power over you. You don't? <laughs> yeah. No one has actually any power over anybody else when it comes to subjective art.
1: You tell me you don't have power over me?
0: No, even if even if I'm Gene oh. fucking Siskel. I God, can't. What do you mean? I well, can't. that's
1: great. So I don't owe you that 15 grand.
0: Oh, no, you, legally you owe me that. <laughs> yeah. Legally that's, yes. Yes. You signed know. a contract. I don't
1: owe Bobby any no money. <laughs> no,
0: come on now. Come on
1: now. Uh, no, I, I, I feel like it when I hear a song. I mean, but- I listened to. I, I I'll heard, show
0: you. I'll show you these songs. We'll see if you if see if you like them.
1: I heard a half a minute. I mean, I heard a minute. of blurred lines, mm-hmm. and I said, "This is a fucking great song. It's going to be huge."
0: And that's what determines a hit: is the people listening to it. The people listening to it are the ones that determine whether they like it or not. And there's a there's a highly scientific, like, uh, calculated process to making a hit, and it can't be. That's why I find the story circle so so interesting because it's it is like general guidelines. Like if you could do yeah. this, movies and TV are more in depth yeah. than a song is anyway. Any a song could be about nothing but still be catchy, right? A movie can't be about nothing but. Oh, uh, what's a uh,
1: what's uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, what's the Blues Traveler song? Uh, the hook. Yeah, the hook. <laughs> the hook is about
0: nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it, it's all about the hook, but that's what the song's about. So yeah, <laughs> that's clever. And I think that runs about four minutes, but it was a different time back then.
1: Different time. Also, there's a lot more harmonica than what's allowed today. And John Popper can play
0: (laughs) as much harmonica as he wants. And at the end of the day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this could be a podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate uh, everybody. I know that Bobby and I talking about stuff is really important to you. And it's really important to us that you leave and rate uh, our episodes here on either you know Apple or uh, just leave a review. Just leave a review, please. Uh, you know, That's so all you need to do. You know, we we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google, Google. We're we're literally on anything and everything you can think of. Any platform, and yeah. we're on
0: TCBA underscore podcasts at Twitter. We're on Facebook as well. Um, I mean, we we. We're not hip enough to be on the gram, but I mean, we can try if we if you really want. So send us an email at thiscouldbeapodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com if you really want us to be on the gram. And it, at, yeah, thank you so much for listening.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, just email us telling us you want us on the gram. That's all I want to hear.